0: Are we alone in the universe? Does DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Creating a detailed backstory for your first-level halfling wizard, even how were men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture An audio thunderdome Two nerdy friends enter Only one shall be victorious This is I'm Right and he's Rob Hi and welcome to this podcast (laughs) Which is always the best way to start a podcast Welcome to this one Uh, We usually start every episode with uh, things that we've done wrong uh, things, mistakes that have been made, uh, and we have we have one right? Didn't we have one right away?
1: Uh, Doug oh yeah, a, Doug, Doug yeah, called Dug, us Dug, out yeah, on one. Yeah, well, of course. Uh... Yeah,
0: that's what Doug does. Doug Doug uh, very smartly says, "No morons, you're wrong," and uh, and I agree that we were. but I just don't remember what it was
1: it was the name of the show uh, on saturday night was it wasn't the oh it,
0: yeah it was a uh, fight night or something right
1: <laughs> yeah we've already forgotten what he recorded but yeah. i can tell you the theme was dun 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 dun, 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 dun. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, rob, uh, rob we failed again and next week we're going to ha- next time we do this in 2 weeks we'll have to do a better job of apologizing for how bad we apologized this week, so let's just move yes, on. Okay. Let's just move on. Okay, let's, so let's on. that's our activity. Let's introduce the show. My name is Monty Ike, and with me, as always, uh, the Swedish Chef to my Sam the Eagle, the Pepe the King the King Prawn to my Rizzo the Rat, <laughs> the uh, the Beaker to my Bunsen Honeydew, my best friend Rob Bloom. Rob, me. How are you?
1: I'm good. Bork, bork, bork. (laughs) Uh,
0: I thought about making you Bunsen Honeydew and me Beaker, and that would uh, certainly work on some levels.
1: Yeah. But I I...
0: felt like you were more of the scrawny one, so that needs to be. But I'm
1: definitely bald and having eyesight issues.
0: Uh, Well, I dare say that's both of us, buddy. I just have (laughs) a a pretty wicked comb-over going on thanks to COVID. Uh, All right. Uh, We're talking about what today?
1: We're talking about the most underrated Muppets um, that we at least feel on an individual level. Is that what we're going with? Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: there's a world of Muppets out there there. You can also, I don't know. I was going to ask you if we were going to throw in like Fraggle Rock. No, and, we're not. And, and I, I don't even think, and, I don't
0: think, I don't think even Sesame street necessarily uh, gets thrown. They in. really
1: are totally different.
0: I mean, yeah, we certainly could put in Elmo. We certainly could put in Grover. Uh, Grover, by the way, would be my number one pick. Uh, really? Grover. I love Grover. Grover's the best. Uh, but, uh, uh, but no, I, I kind of feel like, you know, I kind of feel like let's stick to the Muppet shows. Well, I mean, this is kind of in celebration of Muppet Now uh, on Disney Plus, the new offering of the Muppets uh, available on Disney Plus for stream, which is their uh, quasi-improvised uh, take on how the Muppets would handle social media, which I think is uh, pretty pretty funny take. So, uh, so yeah, it's on an individual basis got gotcha. you these are um, the most underrated muppets
1: and the, we're not doing a list this time we're just seeing right our personal we're
0: not gonna go oh these are our top five and let's see it. we're not doing that this time around we've we've read the the email <laughs> we did not get emailed. the one the one we've we got yeah. we yeah it was an email i sent to rob in which i said we really got to stop doing lists uh because i can't i can't think of four other things i can only think of one at a time and that's where i want to be i don't know if do you I want sound... to go first though i will you, yeah you i'll to... go first i will i'll start this off the gate i'm not gonna lie rob i'm trying to balance out our sound this time around Okay. so and i'm like redlining on uh my little thing on me no, well no I, it sounds fine in my in ear general. i'm just kind of worried that when i go back and look at this i'm gonna sound like crap so up. we'll see you if, sound I sound okay like over cra- if I sound like crap uh, on the recording, uh, I've already mentioned that I sound like crap. So we should be fine. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. We um, should be fine. So
1: I, before we go into it, I do want to say the most underrated <laughs> usage of the Muppets was in the Scrubs episode. Have you ever seen the episode where the Scrubs yeah. uh, of Scrubs where they make the appearance? I thought that was one of the funniest episodes. And not just like it was some gimmick, which obviously it was because they had just moved to ABC. And I think they were trying to cash in yeah on the move and you know do some cross-referencing right. because i believe they were if, doing their television show as well
0: yeah if uh if scrubs uh well, well wait a minute was that it wasn't muppets tonight because muppet tonight's was much newer than scrubs was this the oh i yeah. oh, see
1: scrubs was nbc it was owned yeah. by abc studios right but, but then but it, it went
0: was, to yeah i remember after all the good people left uh it continued on for two hopeless seasons on abc i remember that
1: yeah um you can't really count the last season as a scrub season. It was more like Scrubs Beyond. Or yeah. Something. Anyway, but no, After it was Scrubs. a really funny episode that you know you'd have like Dr. Cookie Monster and things like that popping in. It was really funny, and I I remember like one of some of the most boisterous laughs during that episode. But yeah, that would be my most underrated usage of all the Muppets.
0: No. Okay. I gotcha. All right. Uh, no, this is underrated, uh, underrated individual, individual Muppet. Muppet. So right off the bat, you know, it's not going to be Miss Piggy. You know, it's not going to be Kermit. It's probably not even going to be Fozzie Bear. These guys are not underrated. They're not overrated. They're probably just right rated, but they're not underrated for sure. Right?
1: Sure. Yeah, I get that. That's okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, we're not, I'm not sitting, I'm not going to tell you that Kermit the Frog is an underrated Muppet. He is literally the face of the Muppets. That's not going to happen. OK, what I'm going to tell you, though, is who I think is the most underrated Muppet is Rolf the Dog. OK, and I'll tell you mm-hmm. why. Rolf the Dog is one of the oldest Muppets.
1: I believe he's the first Muppet.
0: Uh, he, the first one that appeared on national television. He was a big, huge part of uh, Jimmy Dean's variety show uh, back in the uh, like, what was it the 60s? Yeah mid 60s He didn't look
1: like what we know him now no he no was. He,
0: he looked a lot rougher but he was still a shaggy brown uh her dog voiced by Jim Henson uh but what I like about Rolf the dog is Rolf the dog is the dry sense of humor in the Muppets craziness and that's why I call him the most underrated because Rolf the dog says some really funny shit he just doesn't do it in the same sort of manic way and I also Does think he, he's well go on go ahead
1: I was gonna say he's pretty dry in his delivery too, isn't he? Yeah,
0: he's unflappable. I mean, like, so let's let's be honest. The Muppet Show is uh, probably the quintessential Muppet experience for anybody, right? You go back to the uh, the '70s uh, Muppet Show, and the main plot of the Muppet Show always, every single time, was we're putting on this live theater experience and shit is going wrong Mm -hmm. because we're Muppets. (laughs) Like that's, that's the bit, right? We're Muppets. Elderly
1: people in the audience making fun of us as we go.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Who apparently have free tickets. I don't know. Uh, but every single thing we have a guest star, we have a diva who battles with the guest star or tries to seduce the guest star alternating. And it causes crazy, Wacky things to happen, filled with uh, theater uh, mishaps and stuff like that. that. That's that is the bit of the Muppet Show. But then you have Rolf the dog, who doesn't do a lot of backstage stuff antics. He's never really backstage with Scooter, the stage manager, and Kermit, the host and producer of this experience. He's mostly on stage. But while craziness happens, Rolf the dog is never, ever manic. He's never scared. He just is like, well, man, I guess this is happening. That's cool. He, he he's he yeah, pretty he's, even
1: keel. Yeah. Yeah, that's a- but I
0: mean, what I think is, though, he plays the straight man so great in that part. I, that's why I think he's great. I think in the Muppet movie, that whole scene where he's the lounge singer dog and he yes, gives that yeah. he has that great scene of Kermit when Kermit's trying to deal with the fact that maybe he uh, likes Miss Piggy and now they're not together and all that other shit is happening. Like, Rolf the Dog has, like, this just, it, it's great because it's quiet. Like, I'm not saying that I uh, I enjoy quiet humor more than anything, but he is an oasis of calm and subtlety in the Muppets' clamorous comedy. You know what I mean? He is...
1: Wait, uh it, Wait, uh just pause for a second. So sure. his introduction is in the lounge? Uh Yeah, or, in, the, in the... I thought he was in the, the barn with the rest of the mayhem. I no no I mean, no no. it's been a while since i've seen yeah, it I'm yeah not, yeah yeah no it's no. Like, is that no rolf is him?
0: rolf cause here's the thing rolf isn't the piano player in the dr teeth the electric mayhem because dr teeth is an organ player in the dr teeth the, he's the the band is uh is dr teeth uh floyd uh who's on bass janice plays guitar lips is on uh trumpet Trump, and then the no, saxophone uh, is flute sax- sax- no, no. Uh, the saxophone player is Animal. Zoot, and, and Animal. then animals. There. But there's not a piano player. Doctor Teeth plays uh, organ.
1: The, okay, that makes sense. Plays but Oregon. for some reason, in my head, I remembered him being. There, well, because when Doctor Teeth needs the Lounge, a piano, like, oh yeah,
0: yeah. When Doctor Teeth needs a piano player, Rolf is the piano player. That's just the way it is. When when in the in the Muppet Show, when they needed a piano, like when it was a song that required a piano, then it was Rolf as the piano player, right? That, that, that sort of thing. I just think that that's I think what I what I like about him is, is the fact that Rolf is is against the type and it's much needed. Like if you're if you're always doing wacky comedy, it's always great to have a non-wacky comedian in there every now I think, and again. to I think really that's heighten the brilliance everything to
1: the Muppets. Yeah, I think that's the brilliance of the Muppets, because literally I think there is a character that fills in almost every gap of what you need when we get to mine, I think my character fills a certain gap as well. But I, like you said, he is definitely the – lounge singer just seems to fit him, but even-keeled, soft-spoken, but yeah, has the most adult – has not the most, but has some very adult – delivery and line jokes that are yeah
0: and it's filled with like sarcasm but it, again it's it's a that deadpan sarcasm if rolf the dog had a british accent you would totally get it you'd totally be like <laughs> yeah. well, that's perfect right because that's how it feels he's delivering that droll dry british sense of humor unflappable calm
1: i want to say craziness is having around jim henson's his favorite even though like you know everybody associates kermit but I, for some reason, I want to say I remember reading that Rolf was his favorite. I could be wrong.
0: Uh, Rolf might actually be close—the one that's more closer to Jim Henson's personality than anyone else's as well. Could could very well be. I'm not gonna. Uh, that's not what I'm. Uh, no, no. Uh, I'm going on, but but yeah, I, say I why I d-
1: he's underrated because he's definitely a background character. But he did make the uh, Muppet Babies, so he's still well enough to known to be made into the Muppet Babies as well as. Um, uh, I've seen him another in incarnate... You know, he's, he's popular enough that people recognize him.
0: Right, and, and just the fact that when you think about him being on... When you think about him being on television before the rest of them, let's be honest, uh, before the Muppets became the Muppets, you know, the way that we all know and love them and everything like that. Um, and I think I actually read in preparation for this, Rolf was in the So they they did sort of a test for Sesame Street, and Kermit and Rolf were in that, and what's hilarious is uh, Kermit is uh, not 100% sure he wants to do Sesame Street, and Rolf is like, oh yeah, man, it'll be fine, and then Rolf is not on Sesame Street, and Kermit is in the early years, and now it's funny to think kids don't even associate Kermit with Sesame Street, but when we were kids, Kermit was Muppet very News much
1: flash was, yeah, yeah was Kermit was very time much for a Muppet News Flash yeah.
0: in, in in there as a as a bit player for Sesame Street. Uh, but Ralph Ralph never was. So, yeah, I uh, I think that Ralph is my um, is my pick for the most underrated uh, Muppet. And I I kind of went back and forth, but uh, I feel like that's the one that spoke to me. Like the moment the moment it was decided this was going to be the topic, he leapt first and foremost into my mind.
1: I would agree. Um and I actually think that mine is going to be harder to compete with yours because that let, is the again, whole point you, of the show. No, but I want to first go back and like touch a few points on, on uh-huh. yours because Ralph yeah. is one of those where I remember especially because they're in the Muppet babies. I think again they played they did a very good job of bringing their their personalities to a younger stage without killing who they really were. Because, you know, uh, the Evie, the easy and obvious ones are Kermit and Piggy because there's kind of a, I don't know, you call it a love interest or whatever you want to call it for that age, but there's flirting and, and then you have Gonzo who's kind of like jealous and then you throw in Beaker and Bunsen and and Scooter and Skeeter. But Ralph is there kind of like to throw jokes out, even though like Fozzie is the comedian but Rolf's the one that really has some of the best one liners, really, if I recall right. during
0: Yeah. Cause it's that sarcasm. He's he's Rolf is too cool for the room. And maybe that's another exactly. reason why I
1: like that's it, it is he's cool. Yeah. Rolf is the <laughs> coolest Muppet, and I would I would put hands down Other than the the saxophone playing Muppet, whose name I... Zoot! I'm telling you
0: it's Zoot. 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 I looked it up. Later in this podcast, you will find out that I know all the names, and Zoot is it.
1: (laughs) He's probably cooler than Rolf, but Rolf is right up there. You know, Rolf gets the ladies. You know Rolf gets the ladies
0: uh rolf had a solo album called old brown eyes is back which is a spoof of uh frank sinatra
1: <laughs> old Blue That's Eyes is great. Back.
0: Old brown eyes is back uh released in 1993 featuring 14 songs recorded by jim henson as rolf uh so i have a new record that i'm going to try to find because i'm going to need to have that album uh
1: so next week i want to see it our next next podcast i want to see it hung up behind you and okay
0: yes let me yeah i'm made of money let's do it uh yeah (laughs) i mean i gotta find it rob i gotta
1: find it okay so uh, here we'll go with mine my my uh my most underrated is probably i think he's pretty recognizable which kind of goes against the argument of being underrated but i do see him as many people kind of put him in a in a villain Situations. sometimes i've seen it in like in a, in a couple of the movies he's kind of been to me he's the most lovable he's the most uh relatable to me because he's an outsider he's a weirdo he is super sentimental he fucks chickens <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh yes of I, course what? <laughs>
0: I'm going
1: with Gonzo. Oh, that, that's probably the only the only weirdo. What is like? Yeah, he only. is the king weirdo. He is the the amazing Gonzo.
0: The only uh, one that uh, fucks He chicken. is the
1: variety show. Like his variety show background is so funny to me that like he. You picked a lounge singer, but I think I picked the character that looks like a lounge singer. That's and,
0: true. That's very true.
1: His running gag is we don't know what species he is, but he's still like I was looking up on wiki. He's still qualified as American, <laughs> which I think is, is yeah. pretty funny. Um, he has kind of an infatuation with Miss Piggy, but it's obviously unrequired, unrequited. Um, he is just the sweetest. And I think he also has some pretty funny adult humor that almost like borderline walks on sexual, which cracks me up. And I think he was the first time that I remember when I got to a certain age, realizing that there was a lot of innuendo in his jokes that many of the other characters didn't have. And especially with his relationship with Camilla, his number one chicken. Yeah. And, which it, which I, is a
0: which so first of all let's just give shouts out to henson and company they did a wonderful job of innuendo that was so beautifully written that children have absolutely no idea but as an adult you you hear these lines and you know exactly what they're talking about and it's yeah. so funny camilla and the rest of the chickens are a is, is a it's a it's a chorus girl spoof right They're the chorus girls. In some cases. Because a lot of times they're dancing chickens, right? I mean, you know what I mean? Or
1: they're groupies in some cases. I've seen them use as groupies. But they're chicks. They were
0: the young chicks. A
1: metaphor for chicks. Metaphor for,
0: yeah. And Camilla's the the one that he ends up with. I I think, I, I really like Gonzo. He's great. I also like the fact that he's ridiculously a daredevil in a variety show. He's doing like, and this is very vaudeville. Uh, he, he's doing the Houdini type work, but he's, you know, and it's just like, oh, I, it's not a trick. I'm literally going to shoot myself at this wall. It's just cause I'm not normal and I'll live. My talent is literally
1: (laughs) a weirdo. And like, and that's, and it's where it's like, Hey, look, it's cool to be really different. And also, he really is super romantic. And I don't mean that like in a cheesy way. I think he's got a sentimentality that really makes you admire him. That it's like a softness where it's like. Yeah. You feel for him in a sweet way. Like you can just see him being a loud singer. And.
0: Yeah, no, he. I think, yeah, to him, uh, romance is a great quest. It's another giant adventure, and I think that's funny. I think the Muppet Babies makes us think of this sort of weird love triangle because the Muppet Babies tried to create. They did. They tried to make. It's Gonzo unrequited to Piggy, Piggy unrequited to Kermit, and Kermit just yeah. wanting to be there and have fun, right? Yeah. Uh, which, which is great drama. It's great fun drama there. Um, but, but not
1: what the adult version really were yeah
0: He, he also plays such good parts in uh the muppet christmas carol and muppet treasure island he serves almost as narrators in those movies and it's very fun and funny uh with rizzo the rat uh i yeah i i really like gonzo gonzo as a kid i think was the one um and i think is that weirdo thing that you relate to like It's funny a lot of people have always assumed because I like I do comedy and I like comedy Fozzie Bear is like Fozzie Bear is my Muppet and I'm like Fozzie Bear is not necessarily my Muppet because the whole idea of Fozzie Bear is he's somebody he's like one of those hack he's like a hack Catskills comedian. He's not really good in his his his, his the the sticks are never great.
1: Fozzie's strength has never been that he was a comedian to me. It's that he's Kermit's best friend. Right. And I really think that's and where the their, there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where his strength is. Yes. He's a comedian. It's his stick literally. But it's like I don't the comedian thing Like you could even get rid of it. And I don't think it would affect the character to me. It's his being the best friend to to kermit that i think is this what makes him a solid character he is a solid character but really the the comedy parts is an afterthought where i feel like gonzo really is a variety show guy that will do anything singing while doing a skydiving yeah whatever weirdness
0: i'm gonna light myself on fire tonight that's my bit. What what happens yeah. after you get lit on fire? No, that's it. I just think how entertaining like, it would be if I light be, myself yeah, on it's fire. Like,
1: I might die in this, and I really don't care as long as it's going to yeah. get...
0: You guys are going to love it. Audience, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's absolutely great. Uh, no, Gonzo's a, uh, a great choice, is a great choice. Uh, I especially think that, yeah, for a lot of kids who are... What is it like for kids growing up now where being nerdy isn't seen as being an outsider? (laughs) Like, I I, I literally, my children now, I'm like, if you don't have some weird obsession, like if you don't have a a nerdy obsession with some section of pop culture, if you're not a huge into Harry Potter, if you're not huge into Harry Styles, if you're not huge into this, that, or the other thing, Marvel that's weird. Yeah, that's the weird thing you know what i mean I like think, when we were think, kids it was like if you were obsessively into something you were weird today mm-hmm. kids are like yeah well of course you are why why wouldn't this be your fandom why why uh-huh. you know why are you not this?
1: literally across the board
0: yeah, yeah that's and so for me i like i don't know if like what is it does gondo gonzo relate the same for kids today because Gonzo's <sighs> a outsideness point. Was uh, was a huge thing And I don't know if kids feel that sort of out For one thing they're also taught Because we did a much better job of our parents We've t- taught our kids that Judging somebody who's a little bit Off is a bad thing Right? <clears throat> we, yeah. we tell kids Hey, no, 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 no uh, They act a little weird or whatever That's their individuality And you should cherish mm-hmm. that And Like not the same for when we were kids And being a little different, a little weird, uh, was something that might get you ridiculed. So it, I'm not saying this is, uh, against, for or against Gonzo. It's just one of those things I think about, like Gonzo as a character, um, is maybe slightly out of time a little bit because I don't think, I don't think kids, um, have that same feeling anymore of being, or you know what I mean? I like to. Yes, I like. I, I, th- I agree. I like to it, think that maybe I'm completely wrong. Kids are still shitty no matter what generation they're in, and no matter how hard you try to tell them not to treat kids who are a little different fucking awful, but uh, they still do. Maybe that's where we're at. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Well, I'm. I'm sure. Well, we're at least aware of bullying. We're at least aware of grasping. That individuality is a good thing, but mm-hmm. I know it exists, and we live in a world that still finds ways to shun. I I, I just saw today. I'm not. I was driving and I saw a sticker on the back of a on the back of a pickup that said "Black Trucks Matter," and I just <laughs> rolled my eyes, and it was like I don't know if that's funny or not, but judging by the appearance of the, again, here's. A, but judging by general stereo drive of the driver, driver,
0: the driver yeah that it probably not probably funny not yeah
1: probably not a funny thing
0: but yeah uh all right well look let's not make our decision okay between okay. rolf and, and uh and gonzo yet because here's what we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna do a hot take we're gonna do some hot takes okay. i've taken a, a a large list of muppet characters and there are more Muppet characters, but I really feel like they're so one-off that they're not worthy of this list. This is this is at least regulars, if not uh, okay. if not okay. small roles, at least somewhat regulars. Uh, what we're I gonna may, do is I, this:
1: you may have to explain because, like, I do. Some I've got parentheses. by their name.
0: Yes, okay. I got parentheticals. I'm ready to look it up if need be. Okay, but we're gonna go ahead. I'm gonna read two people, two names at a time. You're gonna tell me who's the better Muppet. Okay. okay some of these could be controversial some of these okay uh might not that's, be They're we'll hot see. take that's what yeah hot, take, hot right? take is controversial first first one out of the gate kermit the frog swedish chef which one's better
1: uh, oh kermit the frog is, is
0: swedish kidding. chef is so much funnier kermit has been way too long relegated
1: Sweetest chef is a one-trick pony he's a one-trick yeah, but pony but kermit the frog is, is
0: only the straight man He's only no, the exasperated straight no. man.
1: He's like Kermit Mickey Mouse. Kermit the Frog Mouse. is Johnny Carson in, in the Muppet
0: oh, universe. Oh, you're giving him a little too much credit. I think he's more like Mickey Mouse, and in the last time Mickey Mouse was funny. All right, here we go. Uh, Gonzo <laughs> versus Constantine, a.k.a. the evil Kermit. The
1: The, the, the what?
0: evil Kermit from uh, the, the follow-up to the Muppets movie, the one with Tina Fey. Uh, i have no idea who
1: this character is oh geez it's just
0: kermit with a mustache (laughs) it's just (laughs) evil kermit well gonzo gonzo yes correct gonzo that's a that's a good one all right um janice like okay man uh the singer slash guitarist of the electric teeth uh or dr teeth the electric mayhem janice versus lou zealand the guy with the boomerang fish (laughs)
1: Oh yeah, well, Lou is pretty cool. Janice, again, she had to. She had the greatest character, and I used to think she reminded me of of a person I went to high school with. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say any names yeah. in case somebody's listening. Anyway, I, I'm not. gonna say. Okay. i'm gonna say janice. janice i
0: say janice too uh and my reason for janice is there's that one great scene and i'm not even, i don't think it was the muppet movie maybe it is where everyone shuts up and she says anyway that's why i'm not modeling nude anymore like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like she, that's to the tail
0: end of that story and that's what she that says that is a All great right. line dr that's- teeth versus robin the frog Kermit's uh, you
1: know, I was going to make the joke before saying mine that Robin the Frog was going to be my underrated yeah. character. I hate Robin the Frog is is the equivalent of Scrappy Doo. He's normal. He is. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah. normal or yeah. Scrappy Doo. Robin the Frog is out. Out. I, I agree, Doctor Teeth.
0: All right, Animal versus the Muppet Newsman.
1: I'm going to tell you a very controversial take that I think Animal is one of the most overrated Muppets.
0: I agree. Animal is very overrated. He's adorable Muppet Newsman. He's man, the
1: Tasmanian devil, devil. Yeah. of of the Muppet universe. Yeah. I, while I don't dislike him, he's definitely overused and right. overrated. Muppet so Newsman,
0: gonna, you get a pass on this one because it's a we we're going to punish Animal. Uh Rizzo yeah. the Rat versus Sam Eagle. <laughs>
1: That's tough because I'm not a big fan of Rizzo, but he's he's had some funny like he gets some funny bits. In. But I'm, I'm going to go with Sam. I'm, I'm going to go.
0: Okay, now we're agreeing on a lot. I'm going to go with Sam because uh, Sam the Eagle is very much Stephen Colbert's Stephen Colbert character before Stephen Colbert's character existed. He like is a spoof yeah. of uh, of conservatives, especially when you think of Sam the Evil Eagle coming out in the, in the Reagan era and Nixon yeah. and all that other stuff. He's great. Yeah. Rizzo the Rat, I think they set him up to be great and that's what I don't like. New character, they gave him all the funny lines so that you would like Rizzo the Rat more than he needed to be.
1: I liked him in the movies. I felt like he kind of got force fed to us after the movies. Yeah, right. um, he's not a bad character. I just he's, feel like he was forced on us. Look,
0: he's no Pepe. uh Fozzie Bear <laughs> versus Crazy Harry. Crazy Harry's the oh, one with
1: the bomb. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Crazy Harry, uh, but Fozzie's kind of the better character.
0: Yeah. Fozzie's great. Fozzie's great. all right Miss Piggy versus Sweetums.
1: I love, I love Sweetums. <laughs> I think Sweetums is much cooler than Miss Piggy. <laughs> Miss Piggy is on like like my annoyed list See, i can only take oh. spoonfuls of miss piggy
0: i'm gonna be honest with you if i met a woman that acted exactly like miss piggy i would be obsessed with her i like oh them cra- really yeah. i like them crazy like that i fucking yeah. love them crazy like
1: that you know they're good in bad. You yeah no they're good and bad. <laughs> statler versus waldorf ah oh, shit I'm gonna go with Waldorf is a little better.
0: I'm gonna go with Statler. You're wrong. All right, uh, 80s <laughs> robot versus Walter from the Muppets movie.
1: Oh my god, I haven't thought of either of those characters in a long time. Um, Walter is—I don't know a whole lot about because he's kind of
0: Am just I a one a and done, man. or two and done. Is he two and done? Am I a Muppet? He does have that uh, Muppet of a man song. I think. Yeah, that's Yeah, I
1: liked. I love the the Muppet robot.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I like '80s Robot. That whole "We're gonna travel by montage from now on" is a great joke. '80s yes. Robot for me, anyway. Uh, Pepe the King Prong versus Uncle Deadly.
1: I don't know who Uncle Deadly. Uncle is. Uncle Deadly think-
0: is the Vincent Price sort of one, the the sort <laughs> the- of a feat. Yes, but he's like looks yes. like a goat. Looks like yeah, a weird goat. Look like yeah, like almost a yeah, like a demony ghosty yeah. he looks super evil but i didn't he's know got what his name was yeah, yeah. I, I thought deadly.
1: he looked like like a weird goat
0: yeah um, no. goat okay but yeah uh,
1: i like them both that's a tough
0: uncle one. deadly for me all the way uncle deadly is great because his big his big joke is is looking one way and acting another and it's great comedy I, uh, i'm with
1: you I, i'll go with pepe that
0: pepe way. is on my annoyed um rolf the dog versus Bunsen honeydew I guess oh. I gotta go with Rolf on this one.
1: Bunsen is kind of like you never go wrong when you have him. You don't because mm-hmm. they they have just the right amount of Bunsen, and that's kind of what makes <laughs> him. Really, it's like 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 he's not a, like ralph is underrated but bunsen is just perfectly rated like just yeah. the amount of bunsen is okay
0: i know i think that's great by the way uh just enough bunsen uh was exactly <laughs>
1: it's a bad name <laughs> if i've ever heard it <laughs> perfect
0: dr julius strange pork versus bobo the bear bobo the bear was okay one of i know bobo i hit. hated
1: bobo to be completely oh honest. really but okay. what who's the other one i don't know uh, it's
0: it's uh it's dr julius strange pork dr julius strange pork would often be in the like pigs in, Lost, space. Pigs in space
1: is he the and, y- y- the older one that kind of reminded me of like uh yes. colonel powell on um mash uh
0: i believe so yes
1: <laughs> he reminded me You remind me like yeah. i was like he could have been voiced by him in my head I right?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on I'm trying to find him again uh, so I can tell you exactly he's, what he's like but yes but I, I believe you're right on that Dr. Strange pork. Uh, Julia Pork. the this pig appears as the chief science officer in pigs in space sketches on the Muppet show Yes he's the older one
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: yeah uh, All right uh, then we've got Camilla the chicken versus scooter. Camilla yeah uh, scooter
1: annoyed me. Scoot- I, although i like scooter on muppet babies but i i
0: like i like scooter in the newer ones where they make it be where he's completely inept but he's only there because his family has money do you remember that like the, that take <laughs> I, yes like That's the, a better take his yeah, his uncle is the bankroller. Yeah. yeah and so he's forced upon them yeah i like that one a little bit better than camilla uh floyd pepper aka the hippie bass player of uh the electric mayhem versus beaker
1: I kind of they're equal to me. They're both pretty lovable in their own backgroundy kind of way. That's
0: yeah, I tough. like I like Floyd again, because I think Floyd gets to say some. So Beaker's bit is he's in trouble all the time he's, and he's me, 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 and yeah, I mean, that's fine. But with Floyd, but he's, a,
1: he's you, part of a comedy team. Yeah. That he needs his sidekick. So Floyd uh, is a
0: yeah. Floyd to me has the ability to say those lines that other Muppets can't because he's in the band. So, drug references, sexual innuendos, those kind of things come real easy for the Electric Mayhem. I, I'll
1: go with man. you. I'll defer, defer right. to you on All that right. one. That's a good uh, that's
0: Clifford, a good which is the new dreadlocked musician. He's has. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clifford I versus Zoot, the sax player.
1: they're both kind of equal i'm gonna go with zoot yeah i'm gonna go with zoot too because i also
0: i feel like clifford was one of those guys that was forced upon us
1: that's true Uh, but he did have like one or two good songs i remember Mm -hmm. and like a cool like musical number i thought with him but but zoot yeah uh lips
0: the trumpet player in the electric mayhem versus link hogthrob Link, uh, or. Oh, yeah. I know
1: who he is. Yeah. Link he's also Hogthrob. Pigs in Space?
0: Pigs in Space. He played the captain. He's the, the Shatner esque character. He played, well, I mean, obviously with his name, Hogthrob, he's supposed yeah. to be playing the the, Ma- the yeah. Ha- yeah. Hank Manmeet. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, for me, it's uh, Link H- H- Hogthrob, because honestly, if you had to make me name the Electric Mayhem, I would forget the trumpet player.
1: So, all right. I'm, I'm, I agree with you.
0: Okay, uh, Guy Smiley, which is actually a Sesame Street, but I wanted to throw him in because he's one of my favorites. Guy Smiley versus Marvin Suggs. Marvin Suggs is the guy who plays like a xylophone type instrument, except he hits other animals <laughs> and Muppets oh, yes, on the head yes, with yes. a mallet. Oh,
1: I haven't thought about him in forever, too. Right. Oh, my God. i would going to go with him because yeah. he, Marvin I Skulls. remember just thinking he was hilarious even as a kid.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, I will go with, uh, I will go with I Guy Smiley. But I love Smiley. Guy Smiley, too. Guy yeah. Smiley. No, we're going to split this one. I'll give Guy Smiley the yeah. love.
1: All right. got to give them both love. Yeah. This
0: one is super, super obscure. Yorick, which is a pre-Muppet show monster who was often the foiler antagonist in bits with Kermit when Kermit was on other shows. Yorick. Oh, my. Or Annie Sue, which is the pig that dates Kermit in uh, Muppet Tonight. Uh,
1: I remember <laughs> her.
0: Yeah, Yorick. You probably don't know. He's got like black and white videos of him. Yeah, but I like the Shakespeare reference.
1: was he similar to Sweetums? No, no, no. He was. He actually,
0: to me, looked more like the yep 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 monsters. Oh, he was like a blanket with eyes. He literally was like a blanket with eyes. All right, and then finally, pops the doorman versus Beauregard the janitor.
1: I remember Beauregard, I don't remember Pops.
0: So then Beauregard gets your vote. I'm gonna go with Beauregard, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna vote for Beauregard because he has this one bit where he talks about his mop and he calls her Bellegarde. He like he romanticizes his mop in one bit and calls her Bellegarde, which is just <laughs> fucking stupid.
1: I there are so many great one liners and stuff and, and I think If it were not for Muppet Babies, I would not have grown back into my love of the Muppets. Maybe Mm. I would have. And we're talking Muppet
0: Babies from the 80s, right? Not the Muppet Babies that's out today? Not the CG thing. uh,
1: Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Disney has Muppet Babies right now for kids, for little little ones. No,
1: not not my taste. No, what we grew up with, which I think kind of kept the connection and love of Muppets alive. Even though it's a different feel, but and yeah. all your incarnations and stuff. I've been a Muppet
0: fan. Uh, Muppet Babies had great pop culture references too. a lot of spoofs of movies. Star and all Wars that stuff. And, and
1: Ghostbusters yeah. were like their staples. Super
0: yeah. good stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, we could have done a show that is basically like, what's your favorite incana- inclina- or in- incarnation? incarnation of the Muppets or your favorite Muppets show sketch? Pigs in Space would be clearly one for me. Uh, it's a great Star Trek spoof, but there's been there's so many good stuff.
1: That was going to be part of my, my reference to why like uh G- Gonzo. Because do you remember when they had Mark Hamill on? He was Darth Nader. And I, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is a I, great 70s yeah. bit, too, to be Darth I didn't Nader. get it at
1: the time. Yeah. As I got older, I was like, is that supposed to mean the same thing? And it got funnier as I got older.
0: Yeah. The, the Death Star is unsafe at any speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my God. That's funny. Um, alright. So uh let's get back to our original question. Thanks for going through the hot takes with me, Rob. Uh so here we are. It's Gonzo v. Rolf the dog, and we need to make a decision on who is uh who's it gonna be.
1: I think you gave a better argument. I will say that.
0: But my and heart I... tugs towards Gonzo.
1: It, Gonzo is, is, so tough. is the lovable one. Um I say
0: does Gonzo have an album called Old Brown Eyes? Is
1: back? You know, I honestly, I was trying to figure out: is there is there something? <laughs> that's a tipping point, and I don't believe that Gonzo has any record deals that I know of. That and literally, I do think
0: here's the. Tr- can I read you I think, the track list for for Old well, Brown for, Eyes?
1: I want I think I honestly think that Rolf is the very first Muppet. I would almost swear to it. Yeah, but, uh, okay, uh, he's go.
0: very close. Track listing for Old Brown Eyes is back. Lydia, the tattooed lady, Eight Little Notes, which is a Beethoven. I never uh, hammed an on- or never harmed an onion. Halfway down the <laughs> stairs, Memory <What>? Lane, <laughs> Collison's pie, an being and Green, Carbon Paper, Garden Song, New York State of Mine, the Billy Joe, co- Billy Joel cover. When really? you, you and I, and George, uh, Wishing Song, and Old Dog Tray. So, yeah, this is uh,
1: I, I say we're. I'm giving it to Ralph. I yeah. there's he's got he's got an edge.
0: <laughs> I want to hear Ralph sing New York State of Mind more than anything in the world right now. All right. Well, uh, wait, that means I win. Holy shiz. Yeah. Uh, woo. <sighs> this one was tough. Uh, Gonzo tugged at my heartstrings. Uh, you know, it did. You know, you hit me straight in the old uh, heart with Gonzo. So uh, good, good, good fight on this one. Um, we will have to uh, go back and talk Muppets again at some other point because um, it is a huge part. I of, think
1: there's a lot of stuff to be cultivated yeah. there.
0: Uh, we're going to try to do uh, a WWE episode in the near future, and uh, Dougie Belsas is going to come in and uh, guest. Does argue. he know
1: this, or <laughs> we have to tell him or ask him?
0: <laughs> uh no I think he knows I think he knows I think he knows I think he I think he wants I think I think he's the only person we ever mentioned besides us on this fucking podcast. Oh, we mentioned
1: Tony Mm. Todd because I know he listens too. So I got to I got to mention the the two listeners that
0: (laughs) (laughs) good Lord.
1: And and that's right, folks. And your mother. Yeah.
0: My mom will be on when we're going to be arguing. uh, What's the better saint day? No, Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding, mom. I mean, who was
1: louder in the basement?
0: Oh, it's you. Every fucking time. you (laughs) asswipe. You. Hey, hey, Monty, look, my voice got deeper, and I can't control it. That's great. Great. That that probably blew out the mic.
1: Save me. It's It's Mr. Moth. All right. Mr. Moth. These
0: are jokes no one gets because they were not 12 in my basement at the same time. All right, Rob, uh, because I won, that means that you have to say uh, our closer. It's the thing that we close every single podcast with. Uh, It was the thing... um, that the judge said when he gave you a, uh, a commuted sentence for the death of it, that it, child.
1: I'm pretty sure that um, Barack Obama mentioned it in his eulogy. Last yes,
0: week. the other day, yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> James, oh God. It's <laughs> <is> so bad. It <laughs> so sounds like it's almost mean, and I don't mean Awful,
0: it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's something that you've probably seen plenty of 20-year-olds carrying signs about in the streets lately. Here it is. Our... Closing catchphrase.
1: God damn it. <laughs> that was <you>. so sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>